Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's Data Supervision Comics. I'm in June. June, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Yourself? I'm doing pretty good. So today we're covering Superman number 21, written by Brian Michael Bendis, with art by Ivan Reese, Joe Prado, Eau Claire Albert, and Alex Sinclair. Uh, so we open on Superman and Mongol fighting. Uh, Superman tells Mongol to go home now while he still can, while he's still alive. Right. And Superman tells him to take the Blood Oath, which is this thing within uh, Mongol society that if you like save somebody's life and they like you, you it's it's like a it's a you blood owe them a debt yeah, of yeah, some sort that, like a life yeah. debt or whatever yeah uh anyways and he's, he says go home uh and uh he says he, he saves mongol's life from the leaders of the united planets and mongol's like that doesn't fucking count oh no it definitely fucking counts. Yeah, i think it does but yeah. if mongol says no uh let me then come back in time to when the united planets was uh attacking mongol and as Mongol is like just being bombarded by these people, uh, Superman can see that Mongol is smiling. He's enjoying the chaos that mm-hmm. he has sown. And Superman grabs Mongol and drags him off into space so that they can do battle there. Uh, and they crash land on this uninhabited planet. And then we cut over to Lois Lane, who is being uh, uh, bombarded herself by a reporter uh, from the last uh, issue, Bethany, yeah. um, who was asking Lois who the hell made her husband king of Earth. And uh, Lois says that uh, Superman doesn't even consider himself to be the leader of the Justice League, much less the leader of Earth. So that's, right. you know. Which, in her mind, was a true statement. And yeah. then yeah. it's smack so, in the face. Yeah, so Lois says uh, that what Bethany is doing is, like, a cheap kind of move. And, oh, it totally yeah. is. Are and, you just going to put someone on the spot like that the second they open the door? Yeah. So Lois asks her where she got the video from, but Bethany refuses to tell her and storms off, leaving Lois with the cameraman. The cameraman like, kind of knows Lois and tells her that he has no idea where the fucking clip came from. Nobody right. does. Uh, Lois goes back to her hotel room and she thinks to herself that if Clark is king of Earth, then well, that means that I might be queen of Earth. It, uh, and then she brushes the thought off real fast, and like she's like, "I need a, I need a lawyer, like right now." Right. <laughs> so then we cut back over uh, to Superman and Mongol. The Mongol says that uh, the most savage line I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, he says he wants to breathe in Superman's last breath. Um, disturbing. And that he came to destroy the United Planets. And he's done just that at this mm-hmm. point. So Superman looks and sees United Planets members are fighting one another now. And Superman asks Mongol how he could be enjoying this because the members are gonna like come destroy uh, his planet, his home world. Uh, and Superman flies over to the members who are fighting and stops them. And he thinks to himself that there will be no United Planets after all of this has happened. Right. So the Justice League uh, shows up. And uh, they help repair the damage done to the planet that uh, the United the United Planets was stationed on. Uh, Superman looks worn out, and the Justice League is like, "Just go home, man. Like your wife needs your help right now. Like you just revealed your secret identity. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's a lot to going on. Just you know, get it, go go go, go relax." Uh, so Superman flies back to Earth. Uh, and then he sees off in the distance Mongol's war world uh, flying towards Earth, and Superman reasons that Mongol thinks Superman is still back on the United Planets' uh, home yeah. world, uh, and that he's coming for Earth because he thinks it's vulnerable. He, right. He's left it defenseless. Yeah, which was kind of fair. Yeah, and it's a kind of a smart action on Mongol's part, honestly, for a guy who's can't think three moves ahead, you mm-hmm. know. 
Anyways, so we cut over to Lois, who is trying to sneak into the Daily Planet unseen, but she opens an elevator to see Cameron Chase, an FBI agent, waiting for her to ask her uh, where her husband, the so-called King of Earth, is, uh, and because uh, she wants to sort of chat with him right. <laughs> about this. And that's where the uh, the issue ends. Uh, Cameron Chase is a former DEO member, and also she can make metahuman abilities reduced She's near somebody who has them, so we're talking like the Flash would be, you know, less fast, right? Or, or you know, something like that. I don't think that applies to Superman though, because Superman is not a metahuman; he is a Kryptonian. So yeah, which different is a different thing, thing altogether. Whole, whole, whole other thing. Um, you really put Lois in a rough spot in this issue. Yeah, Lois Lois got left with the bag in the hand, and, yeah. and now she's like having to take care of all this shit. See, the problem with Lois is that Lois cannot escape the problems of Earth the way that Clark can. Right, it's Clark, she's literally bound to yeah, it in a way that the, he's the not. moment that Clark is like, I'm so tired of, he- of hearing my name in the news, he can just go somewhere else, like yeah. another fucking galaxy. But Lois is kind of bound to it and has to live with it in a way that. that Clark doesn't. Right. I kind of feel bad for Lois in this, this instance, and I know that they sort of talked over the fact that he was going to reveal his secret identity, and she was like, you know, all for it, or whatever. But I think she's all for that because she loves him, and yeah. she wants to support him, not because she wants to deal with the fallout of No, it. no. Nobody wants to deal with the fallout. Yeah. I mean, that, there was always going to be fallout, and I My think... My point is that I don't think that she's looking for that kind of attention, especially since she has holed herself up in a hotel room just to write a book. Well, that, I think, is, is for more for concentration. I get that as somebody who likes to write, like, if you get all that attention, you're not going to be able to focus yeah, on anything that's else. True. Like her book is pretty much. It's but I think on she's hold. pretty much done with the book. I think I, no, I, I'm pretty sure that's. And then like, okay. and, then, and then I think that's what's going on in her little miniseries right now. That like that's finishing up soon too. Okay. So the book is almost done, and uh, are, are pretty much done. And well, she seems I to be guess returning. At least this would be good for uh, touring with new releases. Yeah, well, she seems like she's about to be returning to reporting duties because she's in the bullpen at the uh, Daily Planet right. in a lot of these issues. Yeah, and no, she has been. You're right. Yeah, uh, I don't know. What's, there's nothing to report from Action Comics because that they finally just finished up the uh, all of the, the Lex Luthers, oh, the Leviathan okay. Lex Luther mixture that they had going on uh because i miss some reason for some reason out of the uh, clear blue sky uh they remember the the, the, the kents remember um uh connor kent somehow i don't know you're not missing anything it's a bunch of it it was jonathan it was brian michael bennis rather uh being like yeah so like wonder uh the, the the justice young justice rather okay. uh, that team matters because like they're in, they came to help out Superman but they did literally nothing they like they so got they, just, they like, got appear and then the the Justice League jumped uh, jumped out too so like it was Brian I think Brian Michael Bendis wants to write Justice League uh, and I heard that his time on Superman's coming to an end also soon yeah I heard uh, something about that but I, what I, I've also heard is that might be him it might be coming at an end for him because he writes super like far into the future he writes like 12 issues ahead okay so, so well it might be coming to an end for him and he's gonna start yeah, working on something else it might it doesn't be, mean that we're done reading his writing yet. yeah it might be another you know six months a year that we have him okay for. Yeah, when I hear their writing's coming to an end, I think, oh, I've got about three more months. No. This is going to be... Different with him, It could be yeah. a lot longer for him. 
honestly, I hope they don't give him another project yet. Because I know he's got a lot of other books that he's on uh, besides Superman. Yeah, I don't know. So, uh, unless those are wrapping up as well. Yeah, I know that Justice League is looking for, like, a like its writer at the moment. Like, they, they're switching over to a new guy and, an, and another couple issues, which is fine. Uh, I, I am enjoying the current, like, Justice League now i didn't like it at first but it's gotten better and then uh this new guy he's got a promising back the catalog they've already stuff, picked out so. the person well no, like well i don't know how long he's gonna be writing for mainly because i haven't seen the solicitation from dc and i don't know a while uh, and i don't know when yeah. i'm gonna get those because they've they're linked up with lunar and uh ucs i think is what it is Which- they don't have a website. Which yeah, which drives me fucking nuts. So this is why I, I wanted to do an upcoming episode. I wanted to get that going out early. But it's hard to do right now because DC um, is kind of doing a lot of weird shit with their uh, distribution and all. Right. And uh, I know, you know we've talked about two, doing two different episodes. One yeah. for, like, everything and then and one then for DC. DC. But honestly, like, I don't know about the listeners. I wouldn't want to listen to two episodes. Well, the one about DC would take me one. three fucking minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It would literally just be a short little sound clip. Yeah, it would be like a nothing. Uh, the only way I could, I guess, I guess the only Especially way that it would work out with bro. DC is if I did DC, the, um, you know, did the, the, the weekly whatever right. solicits, and then did DC Universe Online releases. Because every week... So so uh, on, on the DC Universe Online, which is the their mm-hmm. streaming thing, you get... Every comic printed ever by DC more than a year ago. Yeah. So, so you know, whatever came out a year ago, that's now on there for free. Okay. So every week I could do, like, a releases... What's being added what's to. What's being added to the DC streaming thing. Yeah. Which would be fun. And, right. like, and easy to do. And, and that could make a longer episode. Right. But it would be dependent on people being interested in it. So if you're interested in that, let me know through Twitter yeah, or for those or of you that actually Instagram that. or whatever, you know, like I know I'm, that a lot of people also only read Marvel and only, only read, read DC. DC yeah. So maybe maybe it would be more enjoyable to have them yeah. separated that way. But then the Marvel people are getting stuck with like the Boom Studios and you know Well Infinity I don't even know what Marvel's else. I don't know what Marvel's doing because they haven't had anything on really Diamonds stuff. So I don't know if they're trying to work out a deal with Lunar yeah. and UCS as well. Uh, I do not know what the hell Marvel's doing. They seem to be dragging their feet, which is not good because they have they have to get on with life soon because they have an event. They have that that fucking empire event right, needs yeah. to be coming. Like the first, I think the first issues or the the prequels to that came out uh, this last like a week before last mm-hmm. or whatever. But nothing new is else coming yeah. out. It's not going to be a summer event at this point. It's going to be a fall event. <sighs> yeah, uh, I wonder how much this is going to affect release schedules into the future, the far future. Because like I've been waiting on uh, uh, Ten of Swords, which is a X Men book mm-hmm. from Marvel. Yeah, you were talking about that the other day. And I don't know how long that's going to take to get. Like, it's done. Yeah. The book is done. I feel like I haven't read an X-Men book in ages because I had gotten all caught up. I think there's one. Marauders just came out. I haven't read that one yet. Yeah, the Marauders. I meant to, but, like, that's it. I'm so used to being behind on X-Men that, like, I can just read an X-Men book whenever I want. And, like, I suppose I can still do that because there is a plethora of backlog books if I wanted to read I would highly recommend rereading House of X and Powers of X. There is still stuff that is coming. Like, I've gone back and... Okay, so this... If you're into... Only into DC or only into Superman, this is not for you. But, like... uh, So, I went back and reread House of X and Powers of X. And there was little breadcrumbs that he 
dropped in that oh, they sure. paid off like way later on in the regular X-Men book and sometimes even in like the uh the uh the, the New Mutants book that right. he's writing and like things are it's kind of nice to see yeah. that like Well we were talking about that the other day and I know that with myself I tend to focus more on the writing and the yeah. words and I don't pick up every little detail that's in the um, oh, art and the art the same way that you do and you were pointing out like relationship things between the different mutants yeah. that like I just hadn't picked up on yeah things that like are still happening and that like they're in books that I've read and I still yeah. haven't picked up on it because I guess I'm just that dense no I think I think some people absorb, there's a little details there's some people that absorb information differently yeah like I think you're reading I and trying to absorb that and that's that's one aspect but like I think that's part of your dyslexia I think like so. you see the image and you pick up on those details all the more yeah like it's some weird Joe's superpower. Like, you turn dyslexia into a superpower instead of a disability, <laughs> which is kind of cool, but... Well, that wasn't me. That was a really good tutor that I had back in yeah. the day. But, yeah. No, I, I think... I don't know. You you can pick up a lot from the art. And, like, I think the artist... That's why I feel like artists get shafted a lot. Yeah, there's some, like, really bad art out there that is worthless and you don't right. even hardly... It's just, like, a place filler. But then there's some art, like, the stuff that's in House of X and Powers of X, that, like that shows you more than what's being said you don't have mm -hmm. to be like there is this sub story sort of going on or, yeah. or there'll be uh like subtext like it kind of seems like scott wolverine and gene have worked out this like right. whatever menage a trois that they yeah. have going oh, on now about emma frost you were talking about uh, well emma frost emma, emma frost isn't trying to like fuck scott right now though i'm sure Give it enough time, she'll try to fuck yeah. Scott. Because, but like those are the little details that, because of the art, you can pick up on it when you go back. I think that's what I liked about Tom King's writing. It was so minimalistic that whoever his artist was at the time, it really sung. Oh yeah, like you yeah. were getting all those little details. And I think that that's important too. Like you the have writer to writer can't overpower the artist. Yeah, and I think some people do that. Like James uh, James James Tynan the fourth. He he. Ooh, there's he a lot of that. word bubbles, but but you know what? He's got the he's got Jorge Jimenez working with him right now, mm -hmm. and that fucking art is awesome. Oh, it is. It's fucking amazing. It definitely. So it, like, is, but it, I'm sure that I'm missing it's details. It's so fucking like it's that book almost needs two readings. Yeah. But that's what I do with the Batman book. Though. I don't. I, I have to read it twice. I have to read it once for myself, and then I, I then I write a script for it. Right. So I reread it for, to write one of these episodes. It's rare that I go back and reread something. I go back and reread it, like, if it's dense with poetry mm. or rhyme or something mm. like that, because that stuff messes with my head. Or if it's really heavy, like, I if I get emotional, yeah, then sometimes I'll go back and I'll reread it with a clear head. The only other time I reread something is if it's been a while. Like, yeah. I had to reread this issue... And I reread that a few weeks back. Yeah. So like, I I probably should have reread it a third time. But so I, I, I read this. I had to read this twice because I like I like I I basically I read it for my personal enjoyment. Right. Then I read it to write a script. And I, with that, I really don't re read it word for word again. I look at the art. I look at what's being you said. You do like and the I major summarize hit points. It. Yeah. yeah, and I summarize it for myself. Like, okay, this is what this was important. Yeah. That came out of this, and I think doing that also like frees me up to look at the art again, I guess. Yeah. Now, see, normally, when my Kindle is not misplaced and lost and stolen by gremlins, I flip through the art as we're talking. Yeah. Because then it does the same thing for me. Yeah. So I guess, like, to some extent, I'll go back through and yeah. sometimes the art will pop at me while yeah. you're talking. And I guess this is, like, a third time going through it as is well. For, yeah. Yeah. So, like, 
these like the the Superman books, the Batman books, the books, any books that we covered in the past, like right. they are so solidified in my mind at this point. Like I remember very vivid details about them, which is kind of nice. This has been a nice way of like really uh, remembering every single thing I've I've been reading. Like you know, yeah. I remember you know you memorize the 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 heavy points from DC's continuity, Superman, Guide Killed right. by Doomsday, shit like that. Or uh, but like you you get this, and I'm like I. I Fuck, I remember every little tiny detail along the way, which is kind of nice because we talked about it so much. I had to write it and right. read it and write it, you know. It, I think that's part of what makes the character so real. Yeah. Like, having someone to talk to about it. Like, when I initially read Saga, like, it was good and I enjoyed it and I went through it and I adored it. But then you read it and I could talk to you about it. And now, mm-hmm. like, it's alive on another level. I oh, had yeah. that problem with Fables. I have no one I can talk to about Fables. Yeah. And I'm rereading it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this, and it's funny, and it's great, yeah. and I have no one to share that joy that with. Is, that is the hardest part, about think, about being a comic book fan, is finding another person or other people in general to uh, share that excitement with. Because you can, you you feel this level of excitement, like, oh, man, you know, Batman and, 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 and uh, Catwoman are getting married. Batman and Catwoman are, are off doing this or whatever, yeah. and you're excited, and you want to talk to somebody. And, like, I feel like... It sucks I, I'm because in a, a lot of the times, the shopkeeps, yeah. you can't even talk to them because they don't read are, that particular yeah. title, or they just don't read them at all. Yeah. And then, uh, heaven forbid, you like something that's an indie title, yeah, you're that's really, really screwed. Yeah. Uh, luckily, I think through the, this podcast, I've definitely found like more people to do talking with. Like you know, you know, people have listened and then become personal friends and stuff, and mm-hmm. and that's kind of nice. Like you yeah. can build you have a little nerdy group. Yeah, you, you can, can build like, that. Just, yeah, and and, and I guess th- that's what I wanted to make this podcast for yeah. was so that people could like listen and almost geek out and like you know. This is, is it, now, it's, see, for myself, I like, because I know that even though we have people that you talk to me about, and I love hearing about them, because they're real in my mind, mm-hmm. the way the characters are real, mm-hmm. and, like, maybe they'll be real in person one day, but I'm too shy to talk to anybody. Oh, okay. It, knowing that they listen to us makes me feel about them the same way I would feel about meeting Tom King in person. <laughs> it makes me awkward and uncomfortable and super excited all at once. Well, just so, so everybody and so everybody knows, if you like talk to somebody on Instagram or on Twitter or on any social media, that is me. That's yeah. not that's not June. You're I, not kidding, you're getting me every time. I clam up. There has been one listener that I have been privileged to talk to on the phone for a second and I I get like fan starry eyed and <laughs> <laughs> so sorry yeah. about that you know who you are hopefully but um my point is is that for the people like me i like that they can listen and feel like they're part of the conversation yeah. because that's how i am in real life too yeah. when i'm part of a conversation you didn't see my air quotes but yeah. air quotes part of a conversation I'm really sitting there listening and, like, making facial expressions, yeah. which I don't even get to do that now with masks. So, at least those people that are like me, like, they can listen to this conversation and at least feel like they have yeah. that fan group yeah. without actually doing it. And if they do want to reach out and talk to somebody, I'm, Yeah, I'm always on Twitter. Joe's yeah. there, and if you really want me, I'm there, too. You yeah. can pull me in. <laughs> but for the most part, you're getting Joe, yeah. which is better because you have a wider well, array know. of knowledge than I do. And I'm also, like... You're more, more social. Out, I'm more outgoing than you. You are. are. 
Yeah, because yeah. I'll talk to anybody. I don't give a shit. Yeah, when we go out, like, I stay behind Joe. Like, yeah. half of my body is behind Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I literally use him as a it's social hard, shield. It's hard not to be a social person when you're a tall, big person. Because you just you stick, have you to, literally you, stick you it have out. To be. Yeah. You have you, it, It's thrust upon you by, like, genetics, I Well, guess. and if you're not a social and kind, outgoing person, people see you and they're intimidated and That's, they're Yeah, scared. I get that. I get that a lot at first. Yeah. Like, because I'm, I'm big... I'm six. It's you know, a problem three. for me now at the I'm, center when you come by yeah. work because I used to be able to be like, "Don't make me get my husband," because you were scary looking. Yeah. But I've had you come in and like play guitar with the kids and do different things, and yeah. like now they know that you're funny. Yeah, and that you'll like, make jokes about me if you know you need yeah, to. Yeah, so and so they're like, "Oh no, he's on our side." Yeah, I I, I feel like a lot of people like I, I see people like I'll be I'll be out and I'll talk to somebody and like they're like on guard first and then I like talk to him I'm like oh we're like oh and then they just relax like drop that yeah or he's not here to like beat us with a club <laughs> I guess so I don't know what that is like and it, it's uh, it's it's one of those things that I think I've always had to deal with because I'm tall and, and a big mm. guy I was a big kid so I was intimidating other kids and and so you get used to that like you have to disarm somebody like almost immediately right so like I think that's why I'm like you talkative, talkative and sociable. Like I have to, I have to do that. Otherwise, people are afraid. Yeah. Like, and, and then you have that low level of tenseness in the yeah. air. And then, but then you have to learn to be. I think that's why I'm slightly why I'm funny, or partly why I'm funny. I think more of the reason is my parents were funny. Right. Parents but were if you like you can make jokes yeah. and disarm people, but your dad had the same problem because yeah, he had but dad the same was funny. Height issue. And dad was funny though. Coloring. Dad was that. Dad was a funny person. Yeah. Same thing. Like I think that. But like I've seen pictures of your dad, and I've seen pictures of your grandfather, and if you put pictures of all three of you side by side, you look like triplets. They're yeah. not, not not identical triplets. But like pretty pretty damn You're close. Damn close. Yeah, because yeah. dad has blue eyes, I have brown eyes. And... Yeah, but you can tell how how tight those ties are in your gene pool, and so yeah. like I think that. You just come from a line of men that have had to learn yeah. how to disarm people to some degree, and yeah, because maybe gotta, back in the day you, you would didn't have had to. your own land yeah. because you would have just been scary. But I like I don't, I don't know I, I I also enjoy being nice to people when I talk to them. Like I, I don't I, I try not to be aggressive to fucking uh, people at stores and stuff. Like I don't yeah. feel like that's like. That's not fair, unless Which is I really funny because you tell me I'm an oversharer. Uh, yeah, well, that's I, I, that's different than being like nice and being an oversharer. Because nice. June will tell people like people are like how's your day going, and June will literally tell people how their, their, <laughs> she's her day's going. And if somebody asks me that, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, it's good. And I, I like I made some and I'll make some benign like comment like yeah, it's nice outside or like yeah, no, I'm gonna go home and like eat. Blah blah, yeah. blah, and then it's People that's talk it. To me, but June's like, yeah, and then so, and then I word vomit. I then my cat, and then I did this, and then we did this, and Everyone then I wants to this. hear about my cat, Joe. <laughs> so that's what it's like to really meet June in the wild. Is like, <laughs> let me word vomit. It's but if overshare. You it, if you do it via some kind of text, rather it's direct messaging, yeah. tweeting, whatever. You might get a halfway normal person. Yeah. If you try to talk to me on the phone, I, I don't know. And it's going to take a few times in person if I've had any kind of online thing or if I've heard about you. It'd be like meeting Batman, okay? <laughs> I know him, but, like, he doesn't know me. And it would be... Uh, I don't know what to say. I, I would be interested to see you meet people that listen to us. Yeah. Because I know that I myself will be fine with it. Because I, I will, be. I will, I will just be excited to to, to meet them and be happy. And but I will that be excitement totally will make me anxious. I, I will like, I, but I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, like that. But I'll be like, I'm like, 
happy to talk to you and meet it's, you in person. It's going to be like a flip of the but, coin between rather not they get word vomit or super shy and doesn't say anything. Yeah. I, That's I, what I was like yeah. the first time on the podcast. Like you would tell me like you can talk. You're supposed to talk. Yeah. And I, I think, I, I think, so yeah, what what you get on the podcast is what you'll, you'll get from me in, like, real life when you meet me, because that's the way I'll talk to you. I think if you want to know what I'm going to be like in real life, go listen to the first few episodes that I was on. <laughs> that's what you're going to get. Yeah, I will, I will, like, just, if you ever, like, we're, we're running each other at a con or whatever, I would just be like, I would, I would Speaking be able to which, talk to you. If you run into us out in the wild, by yeah. all means, say hi. Yeah, I don't mind. I like, I like talking to people. Yeah. Like, you I'll know. be awkward or whatever the first time, and then I'll give you a shout-out because yeah. I was awkward. So. I, I would never approach somebody else because I always feel like that's... Like, I don't like approaching people, but if anybody yeah. approaches me, I will, like, talk to you forever. Right, yeah. Because, like... going to shake your hand. He's I will, talk to I you won't shut the fuck up. Leave. Yeah, I won't shut the yeah. fuck up, so... Uh, anyway, speaking like of not shutting up, give the f- listeners a little uh, word bubble. Yeah, yeah. Give me a secret word. Not okay. So speaking of not shutting the fuck up, let's go ahead and wrap this one up. You guys oh, yeah. can follow us on Twitter at zero comic books. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Joseph underscore Lawhorn. That's L A W H O R N. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash zero supervision comics, or you can go on amazon.com and buy a t-shirt or a hoodie there. Where can we find you at? You can find me on Twitter at Lawhorn underscore June. Bye guys. Bye.